back. I am Swag. I am here with Mikey again. And uh, we are back to continue our uh, trip around the field. This time we're going to do our second baseman. So we have, uh, again, our top pick for second baseman. We're going to give you a value pick from each of us. And then, of course, the uh, ever-so-famous sleepers and busts for the upcoming season. Mikey, how you doing today? I'm good, good. You? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing good. great. It's getting closer and closer, right? First pitch yep. is coming. All right. Well, again, we're going to jump right into it. We're talking about second base here, position that uh, that has gone from one of the weaker positions in fantasy years ago to um, what one that was very strong for a few years there. And it's uh, it's an interesting position this year. There's some new faces, a few old faces. When it comes to uh, I'm going after the number one second baseman, Mikey, who are we going with this year? Uh, I have to take Gliber Torres. Yep, yep. That um, statistically, that I mean, again, there are a couple of guys in the realm, right? And there is, there's a little bit of info out there that to to expect him to get better is probably a little much to ask, especially after the year he had last year. I know he's still young, but there are some signs pointing to a little bit of regression. But even with that regression and the state of the position at the moment. I know we don't uh, always agree, but actually I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going I'm going with Torres again this year. A young guy, a lot of pop, right? Great lineup. Great lineup. Great lineup. He hits in a great spot. As far as the other guys go, I just feel there's a little bit too much surrounding the other guys. He seems like the choice. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Gliber Torres. His slugging percentage last year, and, and he had some decent projections. He was supposed to be good, uh, but his slugging percentage last year was 64 points higher than expected uh, going into the season. So, again, that's the big question, right? Can he continue He had 13 that? of his home runs were against Baltimore Orioles. That is a fact. That's <laughs> Wow. That's a lot of diggers against one squad. He's, yep. uh, he must get excited. Well, he gets to play him quite a few times. So, you do, uh, but still, long... that's a lot of home runs yeah, against yeah, one team. Against one squad. So, yeah, there the, again, possibility of, of regression. But like I said, I... Uh, I do feel like he's going to be the top, uh, the top of the position this year as well. So we uh, we actually agree. So you don't get that number one pick. You're not at the top. You uh, you're looking for something a little later, not too late, but uh, something of value, Mikey. Where are you going now? I'm gonna go as far as value pick. Number one is a lot of people might not realize he's a second baseman, but I'm gonna go with Mike Moose Mustakis. The Moose, great power hitter. Moving, going from Milwaukee to Cincinnati. Milwaukee's a great hitting park, but Cincinnati might be the best hitting park. And not to mention that they got Nick Castellanos. The lineup has improved. I believe they're going to be a much improved team. I just feel that Mike Moustakas could be top five. Not a bad pay. And he's a guy that he's been around, right? But never not hit. He has power. Yeah, he gets moved from one team to another in the majors, but he continues to. And, and in a fantasy, becomes more valuable, right? Because now he's playing second base. He's playing multiple positions. He had power when he was in Kansas City. And Kansas City is yeah, yeah. not a hitter's park. And he qualifies to say he's a big second baseman. And like you said, yeah, he, yeah, from Kansas City to, to Milwaukee to Cincinnati, he's just getting it. I guess Colorado's next, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> nice pick. Okay, so for value pick, I am going to go a little younger. He's a guy that, again, some of you may not consider him a value. He had a pretty good year last year, but not everybody caught on. I'm going with Yohan Mankata. And Johan, he's going 10th overall. 
at the position, 75th overall uh, total. So again, he's not too far down the list. He's Folks think he's a starter, and he is. I believe he is a potential MVP candidate this year. I think he has a shot at, at challenging for the position. Again, another young guy, another guy that's kind of moving his way up. I love that lineup this year. They've, you know, they, they added a couple of big bats, and I really like the White Sox. I think he's going to have a hell of a year. Think of the guys that are hitting behind Mangata. He's going to score 100 runs or I'm going to do 100 push-ups. Yeah, no matter. <laughs> you heard that here, folks. If he comes close to the 30 home runs and hits 300, 320, he could be an MVP candidate because yep. I believe the White Sox will be fighting for a wild card if not the division. So, yeah, great pick right there. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, so there you go. We got um, we got our number ones. We got our value picks. So now the, uh, the fun starts, as usual. We're going to go with the sleeper. So a uh, little bit further down the line, who's somebody? that's going to uh, to surprise us this year, Mike. All right, everybody, wake up. My sleeper is going 39th overall right now. Is Nick Solak, the Texas Rangers. Oh. He is the starting center fielder for them. He won't be playing second base. He qualifies there. He's only 25 years old. He had a great debut in the major leagues last year, even with power. And if you look at his numbers across the board last year, he hit 290 with 32 dingers. And uh, almost 100 RBIs between the AAA and the Major League Baseball. I'm not sure how Texas's new park is going to play out, but I'm not scared of it. Maybe a top 10, top 15 guy. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go, folks. There's That is a sleeper for sure. 295th on average off the board uh, overall. And again, as, as he mentioned, qualifies at second base, third base, and projected to start it in the outfield for Texas this year. There you go. You wanted a sleeper. You got one. I am uh, my sleeper. <laughs> I went back and forth a couple of guys. I, I really like Gavin Lux this year. Young kid. I think he's going to get a shot and do you know a lot with it. I think he's going to be a, a top middle infielder, maybe move into the, the realm with those other young guys that have been coming up and impressing us lately. But I'm going with uh, I'm going with my heart, right? I'm going with Scott Kingery. I expect Kingery to, to, to have a big jump this year. He does qualify at second base as well as third base and outfield as well. Another one of those guys that moves around. Not, we're not even sure if he's going to start at second or third right now they're they're actually moving him and Segura back and forth but again a young guy great tools he he looks like a ball player you know the Phillies thought so and and gave him a little bit of money maybe a little too much money right away but he is um he is coming on he's starting to pick it up the other thing with Kingery this year is that he has I guess last year he did have some issues with his vision. He has gotten some contacts. He was already projecting and, and moving up the way we expected him to, a little slower than I was hoping, but uh, again, he's a young guy still, but now again, with the idea that that lineup's going to be a little better, he's got a full-time position one way or the other, at least a chance for it, uh, and then those contacts, we're hoping uh, going to give us a little extra boost. Yeah, I like the pick. I think anytime you can't see a 9,800 mile an hour fastball and then you can see it, you're probably <laughs> going to be a little better. I've seen lots of people picking him to do 2020 which means you know in a rotisserie league 20 plus steals right yeah. now is really hard to find but you know any if he hits 300 with 20 and 20 and 100 and 100 yeah yeah great pick all right last up is going to be our busts 
for the uh, for the year. So you know, it doesn't have to be a top guy per se. But but when you're looking at these lists, what guy do you think just stands out? Shouldn't be that high. Going to drop down for whatever reason this year. I had a hard time finding this one. I went through the list at first and didn't see it, and then the second time through, it stuck out like a sore thumb. Jonathan Villar mm. is going sixth in average draft position, and he is going from Baltimore to the Marlins Park, which is a huge, mm. huge difference. He hit 24 home runs last year. I'd be surprised if he clears 15 in Marlins Park, and the Marlins have not even close to the yeah. offense. So Jonathan Villar will, will not even be a starter by the end of the season, I believe. Yeah, he does seem a little high on the list to me. I know he had a great year. Again, even that was kind of an outlier. He's It's not the first time he's done it, but he hasn't done it consistently throughout his career. Uh, and you're right, even a star player, a proven star player, making that move to that lineup in that park, um, you can't expect more that's for damn sure not a bad pick i am um i'm going all out with my bus this year and not necessarily for the reasons you might think right away although it does have to do with it my bus this year is going to be jose altuve i don't wow. um and, and again i don't think he's going to be you know worthless but um i do not expect him to be competing for the top second baseman this year for the first time in a while and it's not just because he cheated and this year he can't. But I do think that plays a part. I think it's going to get, you know, in his head. I think he's going to be thinking about these things, what people are saying, what he's hearing. Not to mention, obviously, the other pitchers are not going to be serving them up for Astros batters this year. I think mm -hmm. the Astros are going to have a tough time overall. I still think they're great hitters, but I think it's going to be a rough season for him across the board. And I think Altuve, you know, whether he or not he should be, I think he's the, the poster boy for this situation and he's going to be treated as such. It's an interesting pick. It takes a lot of guts to take Altuve as a bust. Um, but mm -hmm. if you think about what a bust is, a bust means that you're going to do lower than what people think you are. So if he's first right. or second and you feel that he's going to be sixth or seventh that's a bust right right with that in mind i feel that players hate the astros yep. proven fact and if altove starts out not great he's gonna have a rough season and i i agree with everything you said and i don't think the pitchers are gonna let altove hit 315 320 this year right they're not gonna let him right the two of the, those two things combined right and as you said if he starts out having a rough time then it's gonna get in his head even more so there is not a batter on that team that isn't gonna be thinking about all of this at some point if not constantly throughout the season now again whether that affects you dramatically or not, I guess is the question. My opinion is it does. The combination of those things, the fact that they got caught and they can't do it anymore. And uh, like I said, the fact that it's going to be in the back of his head and in the uh, the back of the heads of everybody throwing baseballs at them this year. So, all right, well, there you have it. We got our, our highs, our lows, and our in-betweens. Well, we're out of here. Time is up. We will uh, we'll talk to you soon. We'll be coming back and moving our way around the horn for you guys soon. Take care. Bye-bye.